whatever really happened to dudes calling each other best friends? Dave and John grew up in the 80s in New Jersey, and they did everything together. They were the quintessential best friends until they became teenagers and Dave moved away. Fast forward to today, and these two 40-somethings reconnected and decided to not only be besties again, but to put on a podcast and share their reunion with anyone who will listen. Welcome to Fat, Dumb, and Happy. All right. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Fat, Dumb, and Happy, a highly relatable episode. Let me paint the picture of what we're going to talk about today. So imagine, if you will, that you are sitting in a waiting room, or you're a passenger on a long road trip, or you're just standing in this crazy long line. So whether you were a kid in the 80s or an adult now, what do you do when you're bored? We're going to try to tackle this topic today on the podcast. With us, as always, is my bro host, John. Please tell me, John, that you are not bored tonight. I am awesome, man. This is going to be a good episode, too. Our last one was awesome. This one's going to be awesome. I didn't realize how much I filled my life up with these kinds of things when I was bored. So, yeah, it's <laughs> yeah going to be man. I think everyone's going to be able to relate to at least a handful of these things, if not all of them on this list. It's going to be good yeah, time for sure. For sure. Yep. Also with us is our in-house special guest expert, Ben. Ben, where are you at on the boredness scale from one to Dramamine? Oh, it's got to be <laughs> low today. But after you guys listen to me, I mean, I'm pretty boring. So that's the one part <laughs> we gotta watch out for. But yeah, I like put myself down as like a two or one. Well, I'm, yes. I'm, I'm excited for this. It's going to be fun tonight. It's going to be a good for time sure. for sure. Yeah, absolutely. This is going to be a good one and not bored at all. So the first part of Fat, Dumb, and Happy obviously is the fat part. And we always try to find some way to relate our topic to any kind of food that we can find. So, you know, you go to the restaurant as a kid and you're just like playing with your food and stuff. And I think that's how I came across this. I know a lot of people, you know, teach their kids about it. Frosty and French fries. I always loved dipping my French fries into the Frosty. I don't know why, but it was from yes. the yeah. first time I did it. It was awesome. And I was yes. probably just sitting there waiting on my parents or something like that. I just bored out of my mind to Wendy's. And so... <laughs> That's what I'm doing tonight. What about you, Dave? Nice. So for some reason, this popped right in my head when I thought about what do I eat when I'm bored? And I thought of my mom. She has a treasure trove of goodies in her giant purse. She always did. And one thing that it seemed like was always somewhere in there were lifesavers. And so I got myself a lifesaver. It is a butterscotch because that feels like something that mom would have down on the bottom of her purse. I didn't like roll around in some keys and, and in some crumbs and lint. It's just, this is a clean one. So it's not quite the same, but even this flavor, seriously, I don't think I've had a butterscotch lifesaver in like 30 years. They're good but though. They are good. I'm glad I made that choice. You know, be sitting in a doctor's office or something like that and bored out of our minds and we'd be like, mom, what do we do? And she'd reach in there and find a lifesaver and keep us going and keep us quiet too. For my mom, those were those originals. Oh man. I love those things. I, got, I had a coworker today tell me that I'm like so old because I love Werther's and black licorice and other old people things. Whatever. It <laughs> <laughs> was a good stuff, man. Yeah. What I, about you, Ben? What do you got tonight? I feel like you guys got the better stuff. I found something that I have when I was bored, but it, it's not like a tasty thing like the Frosties or the Lifesavers. I, I got these goldfish crackers. I don't know if you guys remember these. I'm going to get a big batch of them from probably from some factory or something like on sale or whatever. But <laughs> yeah. I remember just when I would eat them, I'd try to like bite them in different ways, like bite on the halfway point to try to get them to split. Let me see if I can. Oh, come on. Yeah, there you go. I'll see them. Show it to the camera. 
Yeah, oh, nice. Just split it right, right in half. In the middle. Perfect. If you Dang. don't get it quite right, it's you know it crushes it. You know what I mean? Like one part like kind of breaks off. But if you can get it just right, you can split it into two yeah. evenly shaped fish pieces. You know, bite it just right. It gets right in there, and I feel like I've made an accomplishment. You know, and, and some of them have like bubbles. It makes it more of a challenge to get it just right, or they're already kind of be halfway broken. And so just be this little mm-hmm. challenge I do to myself, sitting there doing nothing, being bored, make it a little bit more interesting, I guess. That's awesome. <laughs> and that's totally a bored thing to do. <laughs> it is. <laughs> like, cause you're that's probably awesome. just sitting there by yourself too, as a kid, be like, all right, I can do this. Like, I'm going to get this one. And you don't get it. You're like, all right, I'm going to get this next one. And you're probably sitting there for like 10 minutes just trying to eat goldfish halfway through. It's like the Oreos, like where you try oh. to turn the Oreo just right so that none of the frosting is on the other side. Kind of thing perfectly like clean yes yes i remember biting off like the different parts of animal cookies i don't know about you guys but that was a thing too it was like well what am i gonna eat this time the head first or like the leg or whatever the animal Everything, crackers right. you bite off each limb and stuff <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly decapitate <laughs> and then yep yep yeah all right well let's start off with just like the different kinds of places you can be bored because honestly it's interesting how like depending on where you're at you handle boredom in different ways. So I just want to start off with like school, right? I mean, it's so easy to get bored in school. And I remember in elementary school, one of the things that I would do, my friends would do it with me once in a while, like it would be a challenge to do it when the teacher's not looking. When the teacher turns around, we throw a pencil up in the ceiling. Now, if you guys remember the ceilings, like it seems like every school had the same ceiling as this. <laughs> I don't even yep. know how to describe it. It's just a, the holes in it and stuff. Yeah, yeah, it had the holes already made there for it. You just try yep. to aim it up. Yeah. You threw it hard enough. It, and if it hit it just right, it would stick up there. And then the funny thing would be when would it fall, you know, and whether it would yep. fall when the teacher was <laughs> facing you or not, you know? Yep. Any, anything That's you guys hilarious. did when you were in school? I think I was in sixth grade. I remember one time being super bored and the sun was coming through the window just right that I could use my watch. Do you guys remember using your watch to like shine a light? And so I was doing that, but I was totally getting the teacher like in the back and the whole class was starting to laugh and everything like that. And when she turned around, I'd stop, you know, and then I did it again. She didn't know why people were laughing and I missed her back and got like the chalkboard and she was like, oh, that's what it is. And she turned and and caught me real quick and got in trouble. So... (laughs) You know, it's funny because, like, you'd always take, like, a regular pencil and try to, like, rest it on your lip, you know? Oh, yeah, like, dude, yeah. <laughs> The mustache, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah the mustache <laughs> pencil. Earlier in heaven, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, we also used to do, like, the pencil fights, like, try to break the other person's pencils with the flicking. Oh, yeah. Yep. And then uh, the other thing I did was so stupid, but it was, like, <laughs> I'd take, like, a mechanical pencil and I, I'd see how far I can go before it would fall out. Like, I just keep clicking the lid on the top of the mechanical pencil. Yeah. Or, like, see how far. <laughs> yeah. then, or as soon as I got it, I'd try to, like, I'd push it into, like, my hand. Like, what to just kind of, like, detract it. Like, just put it back in there without it breaking. And, like, that was my goal for the day. Oh. <laughs> yes, dude. I remember all of those for sure. Yeah. Another one is cars. You know, you're sitting in rush hour traffic. Even if it's not, like, too much traffic, you just get bored sometimes. What do you guys do for that? Oh, I yell at people. That's what I do. Oh, that's right. We've yeah. talked about that on other we episodes, have talked about for sure. Yes. <laughs> I used weird. to love, of course, as a kid, especially when we didn't do air conditioning, which was, I don't know, seemed like it was often in our car. But sticking my hand out the window and doing the whole, like, making the wind make your hand fly, you know what I'm saying? Surfing yes. the wind. That was always a good time, for sure. 
it was weird. I remember as a kid in the car that like if I ever saw like a spot or like something on the window, I would use that as a marker. And like in my head, I'd be like, okay, everything that goes above that, like in my head is like, like cuts it off. Like, so if I saw a tree and yeah. it went past that little marker on the little dirt spot on the window, like, yep, yep, that's Sliced a it. Yep, sliced it. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I did that too, man. I remember doing that. That's hilarious. <laughs> I always looked at the power lines as they're going, and I imagined, like, back in the day, being, like, on roller skates or, like, a skateboard and just riding them as you're driving across, you know, just like... That makes me think, though, you know, I mean, aside from, like, being stuck in traffic, because you can't really do it in traffic, but as a kid, when we were on, like, long vacation drives... It was like yes. look for the letters of the alphabet, you know, I'm like or oh, the alphabet game. States, yeah. every state that you can find, you know, license plate or you every know, state, kind of yeah. Yeah, for sure. That yeah, was that's so a fun. good one. Who didn't play the alphabet game? I mean, come on. What was that game? <laughs> Did you remember this game where we used to play where you'd say a letter and then the next person would say the next letter and you'd have to like say a, a letter that would get it closer and closer to a word, but not actually finish the word. Do you remember that? It was called pig or something like that. And so every time you got stuck and you were like, you know, like you're going to try to say candy and then you realize the N would make a can and that would finish the word and you would get oh, the letter yeah. P, you know? And yes. so you'd have to think of a, of a letter that would not finish the word. So you would see a, well, we can't do P, can't do N, uh, can't do R because those will all finish the word. And you're like, yes, oh, gosh, what is yes. that? What can we do? You yes. Know? I forgot about that, dude. Yeah, that was a totally a fun game. What we do now with, with our kids sometimes is where you just do one where you do a one word story and you take turns going around to, to build the story. I don't know if you guys have ever done that. Oh, yeah. Or something, yeah. That's but a good whose time. line yeah. is it anyway kind of thing? Yeah. Did they do that on there? I forgot. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good time. So yeah. the one that grabs my attention and then I can tell you like a bunch of things. And maybe it's not a great thing, but, you know, uh, church, like as a kid anyway, at church. Man, I don't know how my parents kept all six of us in line, but you know, lucky for us, we were always in the gym. You know, not sitting yep. the first row like you guys. <laughs> a lot of it, man, just like to keep us entertained were the games that we played. I know we're gonna talk about Mash. We played a bunch of Mash, and we did the. You remember the dots game? Where, like, dots game. Jump, I was thinking dot, that too, man. You got to connect the line, take turn. You got to put your initial in there. You know, all of that stuff, making little uh, ninja stars with paper, fortune tellers and stuff. Yeah, man. I mean. That's the only way my parents kept us busy. They're like, okay, do what you're going to do. It kind of like when you're sitting in front of the box of cereal when you're eating breakfast in the morning, like anything that I could like flip through, like the, a read, like the hymn books, I would take the hymn books and I would look and just like try to find whatever I thought was kind of like interesting. What was the oldest one I could find? What's the craziest name that somebody, you know, that wrote the songs or whatever. I remember I used to like take the pages and fold them in like, so that the whole thing was like just a bunch of folded in, but like, yeah, like does that make sense? Mind. Like, yeah, like every you know all the it's, way out. It starts and, out um, like a heart. The other almost, thing was like, right? and then you're getting more and more. Yes, in. yes, it's spread out more and more. Exactly. Yep. Also, like the front cover, if you guys remember the hymn books, that has that like kind of a marbly green or whatever. And I remember I'd have it on the blank pages. that's right after that. And then I'd pretend to sneeze and then flip it to that. So it looked like I just sneezed all over. It's all this green, marbly gross. I remember thinking that was hilarious as a kid. So what about you, Ben? So there's a couple of things that come to my mind that are very specific to just church. And one was getting the like bulletin, the like, list of who all the speakers are and stuff, and then going through and crossing out all the A's. 
and then crossing out all the B's, oh, yeah. you know, and just like yeah. crossing out all the letters on the whole page, you know. That's a great time killer. Yes. It's just a, yeah, it's just yes. wasted time. It was just boring, but it was something to do, right? The other one, yeah, and this is so weird. I'm sure probably nobody else does this, but I would look at like the numbers, the page numbers that the, the hymns were going to be for that day. And I would just do math problems out of them. I would like, okay, so <laughs> if you take the top number, add it to the second number, you do a diagonal, you can like <laughs> multiply this, but subtract that, get to this number. You know, <laughs> I just did weird. Yeah, that's like, dad's brain <laughs> coming in. That's so <laughs> yeah. funny. So it I would do something thing. similar. Try to find some kind of a pattern I can make out of it, you know? with like three or four yeah, three yeah. digit numbers or something, you know? And so you have all these numbers, beautiful minds, some kind of connections, you know? So I would do something semi-similar to that to where like with the hymn numbers, because they were always up on the wall too. And yeah. so you got to take like, okay, so if you take the numbers going down, what would that hymn be? I got to take the first number oh. from the first song, then the first number from the second song, and the first number from the third. I'm like, okay, oh, that's really what we're going to sing today. And then, you know, and I'll open up just to that. Kind of tell myself that and then I'll do the same with the second number or the third number and do it that way too. It's <laughs> funny. Yeah. I remember <laughs> taking the bulletin and just filling in all the letters that had closed loops, you know, like the letter A or the letter yep. lowercase B, you know, like or whatever. Like I would fill in those letters. So yeah. I remember doing that for sure. Yeah. And paper airplane, of course, yep. when you're done. That's just a given. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> So another place I think of when I get bored is just like when someone's talking to me for a long time, whether it was a, as a kid, it was often a parent, right? But I mean, really, it could be anyone that just is yeah. talking and talking and talking and talking. And oftentimes for me, I would just start like staring at some part of their, <laughs> like their head or something, you know, find some birthmark yeah. and just like stare at it. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> if I could find a pattern in their, you know, freckles or something like that, or I don't know, just... Like kind of stare <laughs> off into space. <laughs> it's like a yeah. weird kid zone out while staring at some odd spot of like their forehead or something. <laughs> for I me, love it, dude. That's so funny. For me, it's funny because you say that because as a kid, whenever I was getting yelled at by my dad, he'd be like, look at me. You look at me right in the eyes. But I'd like look at his chin. I'm like, yeah, I got you. I got you. I'm looking at your chin. As if you don't know it. I felt so smart. <laughs> That's hilarious. Dude, along those lines, though, like, I don't think I, I, I've realized I'm not sure there is a more bored time for a kid than when their parents are talking forever. And you are like, you want to go, you want to be done. But when you're just like, feel like you're stuck there, like, that's like, so painfully boring. Do you guys feel that or no? Uh, as a kid? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> you're like, you just want to go home like after church and it's like not happening. Yes. It's just like, let's go. Like you got all six of the kids like waiting in the car ready or all ready to go. You're like yeah. hanging on mom's arm, just like swinging around trying to get moving. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you've seen that now as a parent, right? Then like the yeah. kids are like, come on, let's go. And they're pulling at your shirt and whatever else. Goes around, comes around for sure. Doctor's office is another classic like i mentioned in the beginning you know place to be super bored just waiting and it seems like longer than it needs to be like why why are we still waiting and waiting and then you go into another room to wait longer it's just as a kid especially that's like super hard man if it weren't for the highlights magazine as a kid at the doctor's office so do. yep that was the best you know it's funny i even remember it was like must have been when i was pretty young too back in new jersey 
And it was never for me, you know, but because I was too young at the time, but waiting in the DMV, like they give you this little ticket and you just sit and wait. I don't know why. And maybe my memory's off. Maybe it wasn't even the DMV. Maybe it was some other place. Just remember as a little kid being like, why are we even here? You know, and you like yeah. <laughs> waiting for that number to change, you know, and you're like 103 and it's like at 35 you know, you like keep staring at the number waiting for it to change oh it's finally 36 you're like ah it's driving me crazy you know when you're staring at like the number of waiting line you know waiting for your number to be called was horrible as a little kid i think that's so funny about the time because like my little boy when he was younger too would like want to know what time it is and like when you know a certain part of church is going to be over or whatever else they were waiting for and it seemed like it was like 30 seconds later that he's like, can I see what time is it again? Like, dude, it hasn't even been a minute, man. Like, we're, <laughs> this is going to be a long time. And it, it's true, though. When we were kids, we just, like, don't have that sense of time to, like, yeah. to see. No like, concept. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, we talked about places. But honestly, there's some things we just do, you know, wherever we are. And some specific things, especially when we were young that are just the classic vintage things that we did when we were bored. You guys probably remember that S we would doodle. I mean, there's just this that yes. famous S or cartoons or stuff like doodling was a big thing when we were kids, right? It's just a way of yes. handling boredom. Yeah, the exact origin of the cool S is unknown, but it became prevalent around the early 1970s as a part of graffiti culture. I didn't realize it was that old. No, I didn't either. But yeah, it was yeah. classic. And I was like, I always had these favorite cartoons that I would draw. I would draw Ninja Turtles. I figured out how to do those somewhat, you know. And Garfield was another one that I learned how to draw that I always drew over and over. What about you, John? Calvin and Hobbes. Yes. You were a big Calvin and Hobbes guy. Oh, man. Super fan. Yeah. Yep. Okay. I remember going like and just thinking, like, I would draw some square or something like that. And then I would just add to it, you know, like, just add some dot or some line and then see how can I make that into some kind of a pattern, you know, like multiple dots, you know, or, you know, lines coming out of it in a weird way. So it was just some like random shape, but it just got like increasingly complex as I decided, well, this time I'm going to do zigzags or this time I'm going to do like kind of a wavy S on it or something like that. And just gradually getting more, seeing how many different kinds of things I could do just to make this some weird, weird design. Yep. I usually started with like a diamond and then I would do triangles and then I would go to like circles and then Mm. I would go back or something like that. I feel like the S I practiced, it was in school. That's where I like all my binders and things like that. My, my books that had the covers on them and everything like that. That's always where I do it. The other thing that I remember, and I know we talked about school already, but was the, remember those black and white composition notebooks? I know they still happen today. Oh, yeah. But I, yes. I would always color in all the white parts, you know, with just blue yep. ink because I was yeah. sitting there bored out of my mind at school. And so I'd always have, you know, three or four books by the end of the year that had uh, it would turn in from black and white to black and blue. So, yeah. yeah when you get that. ink all over your hand, the bottom of your hand or whatever. <laughs> Dude, how many pens you go through just filling in the notebooks? Mom, I need another pen. You gave me so many. You know, I worked hard awesome. today. <laughs> yeah, I worked hard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah i was big on and i think this i kind of feel like this is a little bit of a boy thing more than a girl thing i could be wrong on that just like with my own kids and stuff but coming up with new sounds when you're bored you know like rolling your tongue you know making popping sounds with your lips and trying to make sound effects that was like a big thing for me growing up especially of course 
making farting sounds and things like that. But do you guys relate to that at all? Yeah, I mean, for sure. That's definitely a boy thing, probably more than a girl thing. I agree with you there. Or remember because of Stand By Me, the old uh, putting yeah. the finger in your mouth and doing the pop and, you know, things like that. And then, um, you know, the you taught me the armpit thing. I could never do that until you taught that to me. <laughs> Classic well, under the knee, even. Yeah. 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 The, knee one, the knee fart. And then uh, was it, yeah, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, Cameron, he would do the, like, raindrop thing where you, like, hit the side of your mouth and, like, do a whistle. I never figured out how to do that. I thought it was so cool. I don't know. I can't can't quite like he did it but yeah 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 i remember coming to visit you in colorado springs and we told your mom we're like yo we're really bored what can we do and your mom like i guess i was way more gullible than you with your mom but she's like i hid a list of treasures of things to do under the deck or something like that she's like you should go find it (laughs) there was never anything there she's just like Yeah. So, so that was what she would do to try to keep us occupied. And I didn't realize that till a long time later. Um, and then you can't always go far to go camping. So sometimes you just kind of camp out in the backyard. And the other time, this was probably even the same trip where I visited you. We built a tent and we put it on the trampoline. Yeah. And then the next morning we woke up and the tent was all destroyed and the sprinklers were going off. Um, <laughs> yeah. That's that's how we woke up. I remember that much. I remember that too, man. That was a rough yeah. morning. <laughs> so, you know, we just look awesome. for little things to do. And yeah, your mom definitely tried to keep us occupied and out of the house. And, you know, nowadays it's not, <laughs> you can't do that, right? You can't, I'm sure you guys can't just send your kids on a wild goose chase of nothing uh, to keep them occupied like we were able to back in the day. <laughs> yeah, we did a lot of things outside when we were bored. Now that I think about it, like, Yes. When we were at home, if we were bored, we would go outside. Yeah. I remember going to the garage or something and climbing up on just all the stuff that we had packed in the garage. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? It's just almost like yep. exploring, you know, just climbing around on things, you know, like climbing up a tree or, you know, so much of it was like find a stick and start, you know, pretending like it's a sword or something, you know, like that kind of stuff yep. all the time was outside. For sure. That's awesome. There were a few books that I remember, like, I guess, kid coffee table books or something. You know, those kind of things that were just like there that you reach for when you're bored. And one of them I remember that stood out was um, the 3D, like, pop-up images books. Just kind of some weird jumble of graphics or whatever. But if you, like, stare at it long enough, cross-eyed or whatever, and it would pop out to this 3D image. Do you guys remember those? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, Those were super popular back then i mean they even had like yeah. posters and everything like that man like it was a big thing it was a big business it was back then. dude sometimes they were like they would pop out like super quick for me and then sometimes dude i'd be like oh it's so close i can see it's like about to pop out and i couldn't get it man i hated it do you remember yeah. those ben doing those i could only get them like about 10 percent of the time like i really could not get them very often when I got them, it was like really cool. And like you said, sometimes it could just like come right away. Like you could totally see it, you know? Yeah. But I had other ones where, man, I just stared at it and stared at it. I could never get them. <laughs> My eyes could just not do it. I don't know why. Yeah. Another one along those lines, though, for me was Where's Waldo books, where you had to scan all the different places that he's at in Egypt or at the zoo or whatever else to find Where's Waldo. And they were smart, of course. They did, you know, other red and white striped things and stuff to kind of throw your eye off. But those were fun, man. You scan until you find them. I mean, when you're bored, they were fun. 
Yeah. Well, and the funny thing is, you know, like you get through them all, right? You know, it might be like a 30-page book or something and you know, there might be three pages that were really quite hard to find them and the rest were you'd spot them pretty quick. But then at the end they'd have like a list of things to find. It'd be like some weird thing like a blue shoe or something, you know, on, oh, on yeah. page 17 and you're like looking for some weird, you know, random I shoe or something. About that. Some weird items. They would have like little checklists of finding all these other things. Yeah. And that was like when you really bored. You know? Yes, that's it's like true. next level bored. If you make you gotta, it like, to find the, those last yeah. level things. <laughs> that's true. Next level bored. That's awesome. They got a thing now where you can like send a picture in of your kid, and they and put the, they'll put them into a Where's Waldo style book. Oh no way! Pretty, that's yeah, cool. Like a, they'll put them as like a cartoon character, and they'll put them in there. Yeah, that's cool. I was gonna say if it was like just his picture, I mean, I mean, or their picture, or whatever, that would kind of, I don't know, do some anxiety of like losing my child. Like, oh, that's funny. <laughs> Another one for me, kind of just activity, you know, when you're bored. It's funny because like, and you compare this to when we were kids, to you know, back in the day when the only telephones that we knew of were attached to a wall, and you know, we get the chance to talk to your buddies, right? So yeah. I call up and. My parents had a rule that we weren't allowed to call anybody before 9 a.m. Like on the weekend, we weren't allowed to touch the phone before then. And so I'm sitting there calling, you know, 201-762-4387, seeing what Dave is up to and seeing what he wanted to do. And uh, you sit there and talk, talk about nothing, about stupid stuff. And But now it's just like, man, don't even call me, dude. Just text me. I don't know. I I have no need to be on the phone. I really don't. (laughs) Yep. Yep. (laughs) You guys remember doing prank calls on anybody? I remember just like calling other friends, you know, and like doing a weird sound or I don't know, asking some weird question and then hanging up and stuff. Like I was so stupid. Like I look back on it now yeah. and I'm like, that was right. not funny at all. But at the time it felt super funny to, right. to call yes. random, like or sometimes random even people. Like we got a phone book out, I think, one time <laughs> just took off. Yeah. Yeah. That was like well, another board thing we would do, I think. When yeah, like caller ID. Or, Half these kids wouldn't even know what Star 69 is nowadays. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and that's all it was, man. Like, you couldn't leave the house. You couldn't go anywhere. But you just, you'd still want to talk to your buddies. And you do all those kinds of stupid stuff. And the phone reminds me of the fact that, like, I'm a fidgeter, man. Like, I have stuff in my hands. I got to mess with it. And so when we had phones with cords, dude, I'd be running my fingers through all the little cords or twisting them around or getting them, like, super tangled. And so that was definitely something. Very with my fingers, I have to be doing something when I'm bored. And along those lines, you know, like drawing on yourself. Did you guys ever draw on yourself? For sure, right? Yeah. I drew on my shoes. Shoes. Like the white part yeah. of my Converse. I don't know why, but I did. Yeah. Do you guys remember doing the like the eyes on your first knuckle and like the mouth is like your thumb, you know, and you're like, you make it talk like a puppet or whatever? Yeah, totally did that, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Drawing on the lines of your wrinkles on your palms. I always did that. Would color those. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just too much, man. Draw over everything. It was good, though. Drawing on yep. your chin and, like, hanging your head upside down and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Having that be, like, the mouth or whatever, you know, upside down. Your eyes, eyes yes. on your chin. Yes. Oh, I used to love that look. That was so funny. Yep. Yep. And the fidgety thing, like, man, if I'd only known, that's, like, a huge market now. It's, like fidget spinners and fidget you know things to do with your hands if you're anxious even or bored or whatever but yeah that's huge I mean, that's, that's a whole market now man the, the 
the fidget spinners maybe not so much anymore, but like yeah, the little pop bubble things for like the anxiety and HDHD kind of stuff. Huge mm-hmm. market back in our day, yeah. it was like a Rubik's cube or Rubik's something like cube. That. Yep, mm-hmm. right. People would just mess yeah. around with the Rubik's cube or the magic eight ball. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. another one. Yeah. How often do you sat there with the magic eight ball, like talking to yourself? Okay, should I ask her out? And you flip it over and it says no. <laughs> yeah, definitely not. <laughs> All signs point to no. That's right. That's hilarious. Dude, like this is a random one. I feel like it was a kind of a thing in our house to the point of I feel like I remember having a coffee table book of this even. But putting your spoon on your nose, like trying to balance that. And I remember having like, a, I thought a book of like people that had them like all over their face and everything else. But yes, I definitely remember trying to balance that spoon on, on my nose. You remember doing that, John? I was never able to do it. Still can't. Couldn't. Nope. Man. I tried. I Makes me want to go grab a spoon right now. Yeah. I remember they had that book that you were talking about. They had so many weird things that you have them pointing up and in these weird shapes all over your face. Like, I don't know how they would do it. Like, <laughs> yeah, dude. 17 spoons all over their face and stuff (laughs) and like i could do maybe one once in a while for a little bit if my head was slightly tilted or like back a little or something but i could i was not very good at it either but i do remember being bored and spending who knows how much time just like messing around trying to or just other balance other things on me you know just uh, like like john was saying about the pencil mustache thing or something just like what can I get to fit on my face and keep it there? Whether it's a spoon or a pencil or some tape. I mean, how many times yep. did I like tape up my face to look like a pig or some other weird thing, you know, <laughs> just to see what I could do yep. with my face? Like Jim Carrey and Liar Liar? Yes, exactly <laughs> like that. So John's trying to do the uh, spoon on the nose. I remember like, an important part of it was the, the breath. Right. Like, you know, breathing on it, get some steam on there. Not too much, but just enough. Well, and then there's angles. Yeah, man. It helps if your breath is bad somehow. It depends on the spoon, too, like curve of the spoon yeah. and how big the spoon is and everything. Okay. I remember bending the spoons a little bit to, to help me out. but <laughs> I felt like I was pretty decent at it. Yeah. You guys ever do the coins on the elbow? Where like you oh, stack yeah. a pile of coins, try to catch them midair? I yes. forgot about that. You bring your arm down quick and catch yeah. them? Yep. I yeah. totally did that. Yes classic wasn't there a trick where you could like write on the edge of the quarter or something and you get somebody to put it on their face and roll it down their face and it would make a mark on their face you remember <laughs> yeah. that yes it was like yeah, some, yeah. like so a what... prank you could do on somebody once and then they would always remember it and you can never do it again right <laughs> you'd try to find someone who wasn't familiar with that prank yet yeah so what it was if i remember right it was you would trace the coin on a piece of paper with a pencil to mark it but they don't realize that you're making a circle on the paper. And then you tell them that the challenge is to roll it down your face like that and have it land on the circle. Try to get that. Like that was your target or whatever. And so that, yeah, then they have all these lines going down the head and down their nose. <laughs> there was a similar one too, where it was like, you put a funnel in yeah. your pants. You remember that one? And it was yeah. like from your forehead to drop it down in. And as they're like about to tip their head down, you pour water down their pants. <laughs> That's a little oh, bit newer, classic. though, right? And did you do that back in the day? I did it in the 90s. So not 80s, but 90s. Well, then it made it around again. Because I've seen that Another quite a bit trend. on social media. Yep. Ah, nice, nice, yeah. Dude, and a then, big one, having me and Ben being brothers, you know, growing up. 
big one was punching games, dude. I don't know why. If that's a boy thing, we just punch each other. Um, but like uh, the doorknob and safety game where you pass gas, you have to say safety. If you don't, the other person can say doorknob and punch you until you touch a doorknob. That was always half fun, half terrible, especially if it was in the car and you would say that that's not a doorknob, that's a door handle and it doesn't count. Yeah. You just keep punching me all the way home. I remember that uh, not being such a good time, but kind of funny. I learned that game from you guys. Uh, I remember one. <laughs> I remember one time. <laughs> Dan got you, Dave. Dan got you. Yeah. And he's like, he wouldn't let you near the door. He just holding you back, and you couldn't reach it. He's just kind of hitting <laughs> you. <laughs> I'm just sitting there laughing. <laughs> but it's funny because, like, you know, I've met other people along my lifeline that, um, you know, they played at least some variation of that game too, and it's just like. Man, us boys are all the same. I mean, punch buggy, we called it punch buggy. I've heard it called slug bug, but, you know, you yeah. see the Volkswagen bug, you call it out, you get to punch somebody. If you're the first one to see it, the color and the punch buggy. I've never been a fan of the punch buggy game, ever. It's just, I hate getting punched. <laughs> yeah, I think I was quick in spotting them for one when it was me and you, yeah. Back in the day, there was a lot of those Volkswagen Beetles around, you know? And yeah, since yeah. then, like my kids, I don't know where they're for, they get it from school or something. They make up these new rules where if you find like you don't like ever see punch buggies anymore, you know, like so now they true. have like true. if it's a Jeep, you get this thing. If it's this other kind of car, it's this, you know, like they have all these oh, really? rules of like what. And sometimes it's a punch. Sometimes it's I can't remember what all the rules. I got to get my kids online on here sometime to share their, their all their rules. I mean, they're insistent that it's a thing, you know. But uh, they they make all these new things now because punch buggies. I mean, those kind of Volkswagen Beetles are no, no longer really like a thing. Right, hardly ever you see them now. Yeah, we did doubles on the license plate. That was like as I was getting to be a teenager. But okay. uh, doubles was one, triples was two. Um, you know, side by side. Back to the punching game, the padiddle. Is that what it was called when there were one where one of the yep. headlights was out? That one I would yep. do. Oh Maybe yeah. Back if it was a motorcycle. Like, if it's just yeah, one dude. Head, but you're like, nope, nope, that's a motorcycle. Yep. John, I don't know if you remember this. Ben remembers, I'm pretty sure. But we played a, a punching game called the punching game. That, that was it. And it was like, you would start off soft, and you would just get harder and harder and harder until somebody would quit, and then the, the other person wins. Do you remember Let that, Ben? Yes, yes. It was like, no rules, pretty much. There wasn't any reason to hit. It was just like, we just take turns hitting. And get gradually harder and harder. And I remember like trying to like twist my knuckle, kind of like dig in a little bit while I hit. Yeah, I would get the like knuckle just like, right. Try to get it yep. just right, but you know. I'm just going to take a wild guess that Dan taught you that game. <laughs> Might have yeah, been. Maybe. I don't know. I can't remember. Yeah. But Dave was pretty tough. I was like pretty surprised that sometimes like he would not give up. <laughs> You know, I was four years I old. I had some and... bony knuckles. I could get right into the bone, I felt like, sometimes. Just get right in there. Yeah. That was a good I just feel like I just feel like all older brothers are like, you know what? I just came up with a great game. I'm going to punch you as hard as I can. But you're yeah. going to play, too, so I can't get in trouble. <laughs> <Yeah. smart. laughs> it's funny, too, because you start off soft. I say that in air quotes. like, But, you know, punch number two or three, it's already like... <laughs> you know like as hard as you can pretty much i don't know it wasn't very gradual that we progressed that's true that's honestly crazy. i think most of the time this ended because we got 
like we did it in the car and then we got to somewhere and then we just like stopped because we're you know we're at church now or something like that or we just have to stop yeah it's kind of crazy because now they got like they'll televise on like espn they got like slap contests oh yeah big 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 dudes where like their hands are like bear claws man and they're just like yeah and the whole point is to knock the other person out with a slap and you're literally like hitting them on their eardrum and man yeah and some of these guys just like they got this big old early beards and you just like take it like a champ I'm like all right cool my turn <laughs> you're just like oh my gosh and they got like the handles right like they can hold on yeah. with one hand and then just like Ugh. yeah so hard <laughs> it's crazy man i do remember whacking doing something similar with pillows right we take turns swinging the pillow around and slamming it into each other yeah try to like Dude, not get knocked over I remember feeling pretty jarred in my head from those pillow fights that we would do sometimes. Like, feel like, oh, that really got me good. For or sure. the the pillow fights in the dark, where you just go to town, oh, turn out the yes. lights, and go to town on everybody. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh man, there's so many good ones. And the slap game. Do you remember the slap game where you put your hands yep. on the other person's hands and you have to like try to flip yep. over and slap them without them like flinching, Pulling or if they cast. flinch three yeah. times when you like just do a little a little movement yeah and you get to like do a free slap or something i forget what the rules were on that one classic <laughs> crazy how we entertained ourselves man and kids just aren't the same nowadays yep you know and there'd be other times when like i said we lived in a different world than we do today your parents would expect you to be out of the house even late at night in the dark like it just didn't really matter that much it's insane to me now to think about how often we were just kind of on our own Maybe not always on our own, but we'd be outside or without adult supervision, right? And you're just kind of mm-hmm. walking around and maybe you got some other kids from the neighborhood. And you always usually live in but one person's house or something like that. But, uh, you know, you get some kids from the neighborhood and even at night, man, we play like manhunt from capture the flag, you know, things like that to where we just entertained ourselves. It was good, clean, fun time. You know, I probably should have been doing homework or something, but I didn't. And I did all that stuff. So. It was awesome, man. Being a kid was awesome back in the day. I feel bad for kids today. It's definitely different. And, you know, thinking through some of these things we did as a kid, I realized there's a handful of them that I'm like, I haven't even done these with my kids. I need to bust these out and, like, show them these, like, fun, creative things that you could do wherever. You know what I mean? Like, so being bored spawns that creativity, I think, and stuff. But we'll talk about that more later. Hey, you got a good list to go off of here for your kids. Yeah. All right, so my wife actually told me about this time when, and this was, I guess, multiple times, and she was an eyewitness, so she can totally swear to this. She was there. She saw it. It happened. She remembers these boys in her class being super bored. I think it was like junior high. They would catch live flies, and then they would tie a leash on them with the hair from the girls, the long hair from the girls in the class. And so then they would tie that on there and then they would have these flies that are just like just flying around stuck on a leash with with human hair, man. They just had these little pet flies. And I just thought that was the craziest thing. Have you guys ever heard of that by chance? That is crazy, dude. Like the tying part is the is like amazing because I, I know as a kid, I definitely did not have the dexterity to do anything like that. I do remember yeah. reading in a book. I can't remember some kids book where they wanted to catch flies and they shot it with the rubber band and it would stun them 
And so then they could catch it, you know, with it stunned and then put it in a jar and mm. like wake up a little while later. And I do remember doing that. It's hard to get them with a rubber band though. So like you have to really kind of get kind of close to it anyway and shoot the rubber band at it. And that would stun them for a little bit if you didn't hit it too hard, you know. But that was tough. It's interesting. So I can't imagine tying a leash on it with their hair. That's crazy. Isn't that That's crazy? Next level. If you weren't paying close enough attention, like if they walk out of class and you see their hair just like, do it, do it. It's just a fly trying to escape. Is that that's what, that's what we're talking about here? No. So to be clear, like it was, they would pull a hair or they would find a long hair. It wasn't like oh, still on leave their it on the girl. <laughs> yeah, 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 but, yeah, that's hilarious. Okay. Then they have these little like pigtails of flies that are like playing <laughs> with their hair. That'd be awesome. That's, <laughs> that's how I picture it. Okay. Hey, thanks so much for listening to part one of this episode. Stay tuned for more fun in part two.